Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No invention can ever make it possible for a wheelie chair to wheel over a cable. Yeah, you, what you need is a little, you know those chocks you put underneath the wheel yeah. of, a, of a small plane? Um, a getaway plane. You need one of those to sort of ramp yourself over it. Yeah, <laughs> no, n- nothing, nothing's ever been invented, despite no. all the AI technology we've got now that can st- <laughs> Im- imagine a wheelie chair being able to successfully roll over a cable with no incident. <laughs> no incident. And in many ways, that's a great leveler for this civilization. Exactly. Uh, um, we're very much like Daleks being unable to climb or uh, descend stairs. This is the Luke and Pete show. I am Pete Donaldson. I'm starting the show, Luke. I'm not having this preamble. I'm not wasting ver- you know, valuable dog-walking time. Uh, the, dogs, <laughs> the dogs are at the window looking at me going, when are you finished? I've just started. You yeah, um, little doggy mouth shut. Because... Because this hour or so we record today mm. will be um, an hour that I get to not deal with a screaming. Ch- actually, no, it's not true. Actually, because I'm working. Yeah, with you exactly. Also. I'm just. Gonna uh, it's a measure screaming. of the, it's, it's the measure of um, how high I hold you in esteem, mm. given that you have willingly chosen mm. to spend an evening watching pulp in at a venue not that convenient for you, uh, and I'm still talking to you. Right. Okay. I mean, we've heard all about Which is your my anti-pulp kind of agenda. Way of how, how was it? <laughs> you, you've uh, we've heard all about your anti-cocker agenda. I don't understand it. I don't respect it. Um, and I wish it would stop. But because he's a slug, he's an absolute slug. He was magnificent on Saturday night. Um, it was the Finsbury Park. I don't know what you call them, sessions, festivals, I don't know, it was... Oh, I thought it was British Summertime, but it wasn't. No, 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 it was Infantry Park. So many of these so bastards these I know, days, yeah, and, and none of them get it right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's either too quiet because of locals getting upset, or yeah. the toilets don't work, or the weather's too hot, so everybody sacks off their £5 an hour minimum wage job to, to go and enjoy the sunshine, uh, as well they should, and so uh, you can't get a beer for love, no money. But, uh, yeah, we went to see Pulp on the weekend. It was, a, I think, Idols were playing the night before uh, and it was right. Pulp uh, headlining the festival uh, on Saturday uh, and Wet Leg were on as well who mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of set against because um, I've seen them um, interview poorly uh, and, and you know <laughs> and, and you know how I feel about you that sort of thing skill. exactly I respect yeah, the skill yeah, respect um, they were just being very yeah. very very rude and silly and they're from the Isle of Wight again I'm against people from the Isle of Wight and I don't know why um, but I would um, say that uh, Wet Leg sound like a band from the noughties they sound like mm. who did nanny boo boo that song don't know <laughs> nanny boo boo well, so of our conversation when i saw you last boo-boo. loads of our conversation was just you screaming part of a chorus at me and saying who did this La- who did this La who did this it was la tigra who did nanny boo boo they sound like la tigra um but they're getting away with being grammy nominated possibly grammy winning uh, acts even though they sound like la tigra and i'm not having it la tigra should be winning those grammys god damn it luke um, if you want to know why I don't like Pulp, I mean, I can't tell you. Right, okay, why? 
because he's load a of slow. affected affected beta male nonsense beta male i mean i do appreciate you know that you know i i myself come from greece and have a thirst for knowledge <laughs> but i don't I don't like the affected nature of what Cocker does. Everything seems to be a performance, like an act. I reckon he's a right old dickhead in real life. Yeah, but I mean, most of the bands that you like, they are even even more you know, problematic dickheads, aren't they? But but they're alphas, so you respect their craft. You respect, there's an honesty to it. There's, there's an, an honesty, honesty to, to Slash playing his guitar, looking like a big sack of potatoes on a on the end of a stage in the Glastonbury sunshine. I thought you were going to say a big sack of potatoes on the end of a stick then, which would have been quite nice. No, look, I think that's fair. I think, you know, but the difference between Slash and Jarvis, well, I mean, they can't get into the how long. That would take a long time, wouldn't it? But um, Similar STDs, you'd imagine. Slash is quite brazen with all the things he's done. Right, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't reckon there's any skeletons in Slash's closet because he wrote about it in his book <laughs> and people still like him. Yeah, true. I, th- I don't think anyone steps up to watch Axl Rose and Slash and not knows what they, not doesn't know what the type of people they're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you watched Axl Rose, <laughs> Axl Rose and Slash doing their thing and in the middle of the set suddenly went, ugh, <laughs> that, yeah, would be, yeah, that would yeah. be a weird reaction to have because the, 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 the price of admission to a rock and roll concert is sort of going. Ugh, <laughs> these men are one, disgusting. Yeah. One of the um, <laughs> one of the um, the reviews of uh, Guns N' Roses was gave them four out of five instead of five out of five at Glastonbury because Axl Rose was too nice. Oh right, he did, yeah, it didn't leave them. Well, it was Lana Del Rey who was like an hour late, wasn't she? Because yeah, her hair was wet. Was rock and roll thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I just there's just something I can't I can't put my finger on it. Mm. Uh, necessarily, it's probably irrational. I don't like pulp. I don't like people who like pulp. Right. I don't like people who associate with people who like pulp. Okay, it's just, it's just a weird. They're they're they're, they're pretty inoffensive. But uh, how would you feel if I was a big Blur pulp. fan? How would I? Feel, how would you feel if I was a? Blur? We'll have to do like a listening session where we listen through the entire. I feel the same. I feel the same. I don't like Blur either. Right. Uh, so I feel about Blur the same Effective. way that you, the same way that you feel about um, pulp. Right, let's not even, let's so, not even so when, get on to Oasis. When you look at when you look at Albarn mm. and think, "What the fuck is this guy playing at?" That's what I think of when I think of Cocker. And it's not the same as Oasis. Here's a thing for you. Here's the thing. I don't think I've t- talked about this before. One of the things that's interesting and wrong, like objectively mm. wrong, is that the retrospectives of like nine, the mid to late nineties, you know, of you know Oasis versus Blur versus Pulp and all the rest of it. It's completely confected. It's completely manufactured. Yeah. There is no way on earth that either Blur or Pulp are in the same category in terms of popularity and impact as Oasis were. That's just a fact. If you look at record sales, you look at everything else, mm. it's not anywhere near the same. Parker there was sales. that one there was that one period where they had rolled it versus Country House, that big who was gonna get to number one, the Britpop Wars thing for one summer in like nineteen ninety five or ninety six or whatever it was, ninety six maybe. Mm. Um and that's been extrapolated out to be like, oh, people were either an Oasis or a Blur fan. It's nonsense. Oasis sold millions more records than Blur and Pop put together yeah. by miles. The impact, if you go back and look at the Britpop sales, Oasis are in a league of their own. If there was a Mount Rushmore of Britpop artists, it would just be Nolan Liam Gallagher. Now, it doesn't mean to say they're, they're, they're kind of um, creatively what, so or... So hang on, you would do, a, you would do, you would do a, two Noel Gallagher's and two Liam Gallagher's for the Mount Rushmore. Room for one extra one. Who's the extra done. one? 
Bonehead. Probably uh, easy. Bonehead. <laughs> easy. He already looks like a bit like a top of a mountain. Yeah, he could, he, could, yeah. he could be whittled onto there, no problem. <laughs> I don't think you whittle stone, though, do you? No, I, I don't. Wood, whittle, I think. It has to be circular, I think. Um, has to be, Does it? Pool cue. You whittle, it's a round thing, isn't it? It has to be um, yeah. cylindrical to whittle. Yeah. People like different things. Mm. It's fine. They do, yeah. Um, but um, I think it's morally reprehensible that right. you choose to go to a field and watch pulp. They were fucking brilliant. And Great. I would, How long did they play for? <laughs> they played for... It was only like an hour and a half. It's quite short, really. It, that's why Again, I am genuinely genuinely considering going to see them at the Apollo. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. <laughs> well, you just sort of think, like, what? like Hair of the dog that bit you. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they were so they were on. Um, I mean, look, you cannot... You can't... Like, the song, the level of song... It's just so damn high. I Spy, Disco 2000, Miss Ships, Something Changed, Pink Glove. That first five... The rent is too damn high. <laughs> that first five. Absolute bangers. And then they came back... They, so they finished um, with a couple of tracks from uh, the album I don't like, which is uh, uh, We Love Life. Um, I, I don't, and, and to be honest, um, when I was singing This Is Hardcore, which is, of course, from the, from the uh, album This Is Hardcore, um, uh, I realised that a lot of the people who were singing along to His and Hers and a couple of the older tracks um their interest in pulp very much stopped at this is hardcore because i was the only right. one singing the lyrics to this is hardcore right maybe they didn't want to say it because it's a bit dirty but i was singing yeah, that, like that, you wouldn't believe that, that is that is kind of interesting because that is a show presumably where people have gone because they know pulp's headlines so it's not mm. a glastonbury thing where you go along and you see the different yeah, bands yeah, you like yeah, and yeah, you yeah, check yeah. out some other bands and yeah. so the, the audience can be a bit indifferent mm. this is a, a dedicated pulp show right yeah i would say so yeah Okay, because we had that conversation last week, didn't we? Roughly about like the Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that. Yeah, about I mean, how you know play the hits, you fucking wankers, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, but, so people were saying that with Pulp up to a point where, because you are you are on record, and we've got a load of emails following up on this, which right. we'll come onto at some point, is saying that Pulp have got however many albums they've got in a row. I can't mm. remember which ones you're talking about, but I think I said I think I said three three bangers. Um, they're, they're, I think the third album was his and hers. Officially. No, that's their fourth, isn't it? This is his and hers, different class, and this is hardcore. Their fourth, fifth, and sixth record. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, that's so, the one you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's the run of three that I really. But not even Pulp's own there. fans are saying that this is hardcore is any good. Turns out a lot of the people who are in that field <laughs> weren't, weren't. This is hardcore fans. So I was really surprised, really. But they finished with like they they had they had an encore, and like their whole thing is. You know, the big refrain from uh, uh, this is hardcore is about what exactly do you do for an encore dirty boy um and yeah. and they so a lot of like the branding pre kind of like show is like this is what we do for an encore this is the show that we do for an encore and then they did an encore and it was one song and it was razzmatazz which is like one of their first singles but like it's not a well-known song in the grand scheme of disco 2000 and common people so good mm. on them i enjoyed it but no no yeah. other fucker else did does, does people still does people still get busy for common people I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I mean, that was that was the banger, wasn't it? Disco 2000 and uh, Common People. If you're, uh, there were quite a lot of people who just came along because it's you know wet legger on or it's just something to do, and they really like cues for um, warm IP. <laughs> but like, yeah. but but I did, but yeah, I, I did kind of get that vibe that it was just. I, I never, like, by the way, I never considered. See, this is the thing, Donaldson. I don't mean mm-hmm. this in a disrespectful way. Your insight into life is is so valuable to me because you think about things completely differently in a way that I would never think of it. So when you'd said earlier that, oh, the queues for bars at places like that are so long because mm-hmm. people who are on minimum wage, zero hours contracts, can't be fucked to turn up for work when it's a nice evening. Yeah. 
That's obviously true, isn't it? I never yeah, thought about that. I just like, thought they were just. I just thought it was just fucking crap organization. Yeah, you would just be like, I'll, I'll, like, why? Do, I'll just get another job next week because li- because they literally need people who work for that amount of money. So it's just a, it's all bullshit, isn't it? Probably That's how we're working here, isn't it? That's how we're working here. But but so so I've I went to I remember once years and years ago I th- probably on the cusp of when f- festivals became super popular mm. and then now they're everywhere. I mean it's basically every weekend now, isn't it? And I remember Field Day being the, one of the first big ones in London, right? Like the one out of East London Field yeah. Day. I don't know if it's still going. And I went to the very first iteration of that. Um, I can't remember what year it was now, but um, it was absolutely abysmally organised. Right to the point of where, um, where you could, I think it was probably two thousand seven. I'm just looking here. It's at two thousand seven, right? Um, it was, yeah, it was at the same place as that now. <clears throat> but the, the it was so poorly organised that you could hear different bands at the same time. Right. Okay. So you'd standing not even that far near the back at one of the stages, mm. and you could hear the other stage pretty easily. And the queue, for, and it was honestly an hour minimum for a beer. Yeah, I, but, I, I just, I just. But awful. the thing about that is that festival's like, I presumably still going strong, right? I think Field is still going. Yeah, I mean, I so think... you don't even need to. You don't even need to be good at it. <laughs> but it was. I think there was a bit of. Uh, uh, is Kendall Cole still going? Like, there, there's, there was a, there was a good um, period in time when I think uh, global went mad and bought a few festivals, and then right. shit canned them because they weren't any mo- making any money, um, which seems like a weird business thing to do really because there was a bit of a cut certainly obviously during covid a lot of festivals went to the ball but even before then i think there was these really really popular um uh festivals that just couldn't turn a profit it's really you've got so so that's why you have limited facilities and you just have like oh well you know we'll just give them the bare minimum and uh, send them on send them on their way but the only people who won would presumably be the the artists in that in that uh, equation what um what type of festival goer are you what do you mean? Like, as in, if I, was I think my, go to... if I could, I've not been to a festival with you. I've been at festivals when you've also been there. We yeah. bumped into each other, but I've not attended with you. Mm. And um, I think you are definitely the kind of festival goer that goes hard really early, <laughs> and then really just kind of forces their way through the final day or so. I think the last time I went to a festival, which is a good, like a proper festival, a good long while ago, uh, I had a strict no drink before 6pm uh, policy, uh, which meant that you actually spend a lot of your time feeling a bit miserable and cold and, 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 and wet. And you're like, and like, why am I doing this? And then as soon as I realised that you could drink at three o'clock and, you know, sit through a, a soaking wet bright eyes um, uh, set, um, and things just get better, I think. You, sort of go, oh, this is you so don't apply better. that policy to your everyday life. No, no. I, sure. as, I, as I've gotten older, I, I will indulge earlier and earlier in the day, which means that by about nine o'clock in the evening, my um, my antacid levels, uh, I, I, you know, I'm taking three tablets, which you're only allowed to take um, one per like 24 when, hours. Um, when they could never, when the press department for Rudy Giuliani, when he was mayor of New York, couldn't let him do any press appearances p- mm. beyond like 3 p.m. Because <laughs> they spend the rest of the week I mocking just, up what's going on. Honestly, I just do not, I, I just don't know how people can m- m- be functioning. <laughs> it's exhausting. I, well, first I, I, of all, I cannot, like, this is me, Stone Cold Sober, firing on all of my cylinders. And this is how slow and confused and befuddled I am. But isn't 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 it isn't it shaky ground you're on there though? Because obviously, like full blown alcoholism is, is you know accepted to be a kind of disease and a condition and stuff. Mm. If it's all about people who just like a beer, and I appreciate the the the, the, the it's, it's a grey area, isn't it? 
I, I don't see how people. I've got mates who are, you know, who are reasonably successful in what they do. Mm. Not you wouldn't at all call them alcoholics or whatever. No, but who just love to get pissed, and they they don't see anything wrong with like they can easily do two three nights on the piss. Yeah, I mean I'm absolutely fucked <laughs> after one. I can't do, and that's even before my son was born. I haven't even tried since my son was born. <laughs> So God knows, oh, that's gonna be the uh, that's gonna be the thing, isn't it? When you the, the real baptism of fire is gonna be you on a hangover, looking after a Ben. Oh Lord, I probably yeah, I do won't do it. Like, yeah, I, I, it would take something very special. Well, there will come. Well, there will come a situation where I have to do it. But 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 the um, here's the thing. Yesterday, <clears throat> um, went out for lunch, right? right? And I thought we're gonna have a nice lunch. Baby was asleep. It was a nice day. Mm. We walked to the local pub. Not far, a 10-minute walk. Yeah. Um, had lunch. The Wi-Fi I have access to in IY. The baby slept. Yeah. And I thought, this is a really nice day out here. This food's really lovely. I really would fancy a beer, mm. right? But I realized after a big meal at lunchtime and a beer, and given the fact I've got to look after a baby all afternoon, all I want to do is doze off. Have a little nap, yeah. And you just and, 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 and obviously, if he was to sleep in his basket for a bit, you could do that. But if he doesn't want to sleep, it's just hell. Because <laughs> you're just n- trying not to fall asleep because you can't fall asleep when you're looking after him. Lucky. So you just end up just you just abstain from it. You just don't give bother. him a little beer. A little baby beer. That's what my dad, my dad apparently used to give me a little thumb full of Guinness. Yes. Lovely stuff. That's, and that's what annoys me when you have to go through all this stuff when you come to looking after a baby in 2023. Yeah. NCT classes, yeah. endless advice from midwives. It's all good stuff and it's really appreciated. But I know that in the 80s, no one was doing any of this. No, and it's just kind of like the, the, the stuff you it, it is expected of you as a parent financially, the enrichment of a child's weekend. Like, we... My, da- <laughs> my dad... Pissed, not doing that. My dad pissed for the Navy Club, putting me and my sister on the crossbar and, and riding us to my nan's on a main road. That was that was the entertainment for us. Yeah. Our legs dangling in the spokes. That was the that was the excitement for us. I actually saw a, a, a real 80s throwback as well on mm. the way back. Speaking of that, what? I saw a bloke riding a line bike. Mm. Again, nice to hear it mentioned. Yeah. With a kid about four, a daughter who's about four years old, in the basket. <laughs> he's just sat in there him, with his fu- red helmets on yeah I remember that we used to have like feet <laughs> oh my god so was her feet kind of like oh, she was sitting her bum in the basket so to speak with her feet yeah. out oh that's yeah, adorable legs dangling out and I- if you're listening to this imagining a beautiful bucolic country scene <laughs> this was down the main road in West Norwood I remember so- <laughs> I remember kind of having my feet like yeah I remember sitting in a basket what would that have been whose bike would have that been then <laughs> Are we going, are we going somewhere we don't need to be going with now? <laughs> who was the man? Who was yeah, the man? Who was the man who had me in his basket? Yeah, I, just, I can I imagine the, you the legs at dangling. the age of about eight, sat in a basket in the front of a bike, legs dangling out the front, yeah. um, pair of scuffed trainers on, mm. thumb a well thumbed copy of Escort, um, <laughs> yeah, on the way to the park to play a bit of footy with Michael Brown. Michael Brown, the footballer who used to t- turn up in town every now and again. Yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, it was exactly like that. Exactly. So you're like right, that. aren't you? Because like, because parents, when we were kids, like I did not. There was not like an implicit social contract that my parents would have to entertain me for a weekend. No, it was cartoons, your nans. They were the two places <laughs> yeah. you could go. Now I took my nieces to um, the bounce house, or whatever the fuck it is, the trampoline place down the down the down the road, down the great name um, for it. Well, the thing about the thing about like Essex, the thing about like anywhere outside of London, there's a lot of room to draw, like to to have. Everyone's got like a little um, old factory that they've turned into something like a trampoline house or a 
you know, an illegal aquarium or something. <laughs> I don't know what you're eating. Yeah. But, um, you'd legal say, aquarium, part-time seafood show. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's like 80, and it's like 80 quid for like two quid, two kids to have a bounce around for a bit. It's just absolutely, yeah. so expensive. So yeah. expensive to have kids these days. Crazy. I, um, when I went to my niece's seventh birthday party last year, mm. it was just, just completely unprepared for one how loud it was and two how much of a germ factory it was. Got COVID. Got just COVID. got COVID. Immediately got just COVID. Just instantly got COVID the moment I walked in. <laughs> it's good stuff. And then um and my sister was saying it was well expensive. Mm. Because yeah. I think the problem is now, like back in the day, a kid's party like that, they'd have like ten people. I remember having a party at McDonald's when I was a kid, right? Mm. And I think I was allowed to have like six people there. Yeah. Right? Now and the parents would just drop them off, and that was it. Go come back at four or whatever. Mm. Now every single kid in the class goes, and every single parent stays. Right. Oh, so you, so, so I so thought I thought it was free, people there. I thought it was like free childcare. You just drop them off, and and then you fuck off, and you you know you it's kind of like the contract between um, different people who have parties. Like you sort of go, well, I drop them off, and it should be that. It, yeah, should be like you. you go I think to people are frightened to leave their kids alone now, though. That's what I mean. I I do. Worry that it's it's never been harder to be a parent now. Even like if we did it twenty years ago, it would have been easier. <laughs> oh, I'm making it. I'm making it look very hard. So you might be biased there, just by how tired I am. Um, I've got oh. I've got that to look forward to. Our baby yeah. was only you know seven weeks old. Anyway, Peter, let's have a break. Yes. Um, I'm pleased that you had a nice time at Paul. Did you get drunk? Uh, yeah, pretty much. You ended up in a uh, in the the indie sleaze official Instagram uh, 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 um, indie night at the garage. Uh, we stayed for about three songs, and then left. I saw you. I also saw you randomly pop up on um, Joe McAtish's birthday party Instagram. Oh yeah. Well, that was after that was that was after I set up the stand at the pod show. Um, I popped in for for a quick uh, drink, but uh, yeah. Oh uh... right, because I, I I was looking at he was he had a birthday party or something, and I um I was just scrolling through it because I'm I follow him on Instagram and, and I'm you just, just there. you just popped Hello, up everyone. On yeah. It's... Oh, hanging out with the editor of Time Out magazine. It's, it's... just pathetic. I, you know what's more uh, fancy than that? Like every single person that was at that party. Um, were so fucking cool. Like, he knows so many... Like, not, like, well-known people necessarily, but, like, everyone was really cool. Like, everyone... Is that why you stood out in the photo? Everyone looked like they had a fixie bike and a moustache. And even the... Even Is that else. cool, though? I don't know. I don't know anymore. That's the thing I don't know. It seems cool. They might you're be absolute losers. you're spending going to, to watch Pulp <laughs> and then going to indie nights. Yeah, it's So are you the it? arbiter? I'm not saying I am. I'm definitely not. Hey, but are you the arbiter? Hey, I, I danced to the Ricks. <laughs> and did you... What? We you dancing to the Rick song? So I can't remember. I just remember it was a Rick song. Nice to hear, though. Nice. I, I wish there were more indie sleaze, uh, indie landfill, uh, naughty's nights. And as as Rory said, why don't you make one? I was going, because um, I do not command the amount of DJ fees that I used to when I was a radio DJ, so there's no point in doing it. <laughs> no, but you could do a night. You could put a night on. If you build it, they will come. Indie, yeah, in, uh, where would I go? Chinneries in Southend. <laughs> Peter's yeah, all the batteries to play there. Chinneries. Um, let's have a break. When we come back, we've got to do batteries. We didn't do them last week. We've got to do all them right. this week, Peter. It's important. It's not important. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Instacart for the win. It's the Luca Pete We're back and we're doing battery brands. If you found a battery in your remote control for something sexy, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to know. Does it have to be something sexy though, Pete? Well, it depends on your level of sexiness, I suppose. I find air conditioning quite sexy. It's not something I've ever had before. In the apology cabin, I've got a little bit of uh, uh, aircon, and it's quite useful in these. Uh, yeah, I've got aircon in the living room now. It's an absolute touch. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, was that a stipulation of your uh, American wife? Because that's very much. Uh, a no, it was my that, idea because she's she's uh, Mediterranean, so she doesn't care how hot it gets. Right. Um, but I felt like it was sensible with the ba- with the ban to have yeah. at least one room we can regulate the temperature of. Nice. Because they can't look after themselves very well when they're very small. No. And it's middle of the summer. Um, and it worked out well. I mean, she's she's not that bothered. I mean, to be honest, half the time I walk into the living room and she's not even got it on. So. Is, it, is it is it a fixed unit or is it one of those? Um, uh, really, it's like the one we've got in the studio. Lovely, I fancy but it's one. It's more modern. I fancy one of them. Anyway, uh, Jas has come in with uh, hello, looking Pete. Uh, this absolutely is cheating, but these are readily available at least in certain parts of Texas. Uh, but I'm counting on the ultra regionality of these Heb Howard E Butt. Double uh, A batteries for a chance to slide onto the list. Uh, love the pod. Thank you, uh, Pete, for filling his car with piss and keep it up. <laughs> What's, what, does, what does he mean, filling his car with piss? Uh, covered it in piss rather than filled the car with piss. Yeah. When did you do that? I don't remember that. Was it sure that you were? No, I remember. I, did, I, I, I um, covered it in um, ad blue, didn't I? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah okay. uh, So H E B A A. So that Howard stands for Howard Edward E. But, but as Pete says, mm. um, they. They are new players, um, but Jazz hasn't doesn't seem to have purchased them. He's only taken a photo of them in the shop. Is that okay? Uh, I think we uh, we sort of stipulated that you had to be um, you had to have them. Is, is that not true? I'm fairly certain you had to have them in your, in okay. your possession, and you can't take. So Jazz, so Jazz, you what got, you need to do, mate? You need to go, down need to go and buy a, buy a packet of these. Get and down we'll, we'll Let you in. We'll call them a new player for now, but as long as you agree to go and buy. a Pack of them on the, after you listen to this episode. How about that? Yeah, the the, the so the the Heb, the grocery company LP, um, is 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 named after 
uh, Howard Butt. Uh, the youngest of three sons, uh, born to Charles Butt, a pharmacist from Memphis, and Florence Thornton Butt. Uh, the family moved to the drier climate of Kerrville, Texas, due to his father's tuberculosis and his butt. It's just, it's just enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Everyone had tuberculosis in those days, didn't they? They did. It was the, it was the done thing. It's like prime. And, and back in those days as well in the US, I feel like every single town had its own little kind of independent store. Yeah, but but the independent store, they would have loads of different. Like um, locations, even like small little uh, concerns, little company concerns. Um, it's a really nice piece in The Sopranos where um, it kind of charts. It's like a comment on the on the modernity of 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 the United States at that time when a couple of the goons from Soprano from Tony's uh, crew go to like a, the new shop that's opened up in town, right, and start to sh- try to shake the manager down for protection money, and he, he's, he's going to them. They're both going to them. Going to him, you know, oh, well, you know, it'd be a shame if anything happened to the storefront. And the guy's like, well, I mean, the head office would just replace it if you broke the window. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be a shame if, sorry, if, when, if, um, if um, some of those coffee beans went missing. And the guy's like, yeah, every single coffee bean's account for at head office. So, I mean, and it's like, it's a real comment of how they can't just shake down the local kind of mum and pop store now because <laughs> Starbucks is in town. Yeah, and yeah, realistically, yeah. you're not going to get anywhere. They can't believe it. They're gutted and they walk out. So <laughs> that's a it shows you that's what America used to be like, but but not anymore. That's a lovely little picture. Uh, right, on to the next one. Hello, little Pete. I live in Japan. This is Andrew from Gifu in Japan. Uh, I strolled down to the local 7-Eleven to find these beauties. I present to you the 7 Premium Lifestyle Battery. Uh, big fan of 7-Eleven. It's very much regarded by many as being the, the British or American embassy, uh, the 7-Elevens in Japan, simply because they're the only shops where you can actually use the ATMs effectively. All the rest of them don't fucking work. Yeah, I mean, it's not really the British embassy, given that we don't have 7-Eleven in the UK. No, no, we really don't. But, uh, um, but I didn't know there were 7-Elevens in Japan. I thought it was an American thing. All over the place. There's uh, there's four big brands. Suncus, I think, died a death. Family Mart, 7-Eleven, and another one that I can't remember. <laughs> it's cool that they've got British names. It's kind of weird. Anyway, yeah, very strange. Um, they are new players. Congratulations oh. to you, Andrew. Seven Premium Lifestyle is a brand new battery. Yep. So we are two out of two today. Lovely stuff. And finally for now, Soren Sloth, great name. Uh, Daily Max and Mignon is the entry, but uh, here's the message anyway. Hi there, look, Pete. I want to give you an update on an earlier email. In the fall, I wrote to you with a sledding story gone wrong. And at the time, I was campaigning to become what would perhaps have been the first Luke and Pete listener in the first oh, yeah. in the National Danish Parliament. Yeah. Um, um, and I may have cast aspersions on his political sensibilities. <laughs> so did the voters, by so, the sound of it. Well, I didn't get elected, says uh, Soren. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Soren. Uh, but I did get a new job during the election as manager of a local game store and thus a professional D&D dungeon master. The store had a very old and defunct air conditioning system. In fact, the bigger boys that I hired to replace it told me that it was probably older than me and that the cooling agent using it was now outlawed in the EU and had been for a long time. Nice. Yes. Nice. Give us some of that primo, you know, air con juice. Uh, just drink it. Drink, drink it now. <laughs> just have a little drink. Uh, just before they came to pick it up, I had an idea to check what battery such an old remote could hide. Imagine my disappointment at finding Duracell Plus. However, I've not given up hope. In the remote for the uh, in the remote for the new air conditioning, I found a set of Daily Max. Will these let me uh, enter the hallowed halls of battery connoisseurs? Also, I found a set of Alkaline Batteria uh, produced by Mignon in Germany in my electrical fly swatter at home. Best regards, Soren Sloth. And great to hear that you have a electrical fly swatter. That's also what I have, uh, and I. What is it? 
It's uh, a small, high-voltage, low-wattage tennis racket that you whack um, flies with, and it goes... And it kills them. That sounds brilliant because I can't use the fly spray anymore because of the baby. So maybe I'll get one. Get one. I'll get you one. I'll get you one. Let's oh, send you a fly spray. Um, that's that'd be fantastic news. <laughs> what isn't fantastic news? Sorry, you're having a bit of a time of it because the mm. voters have decided that you are quite literally unelectable. Oh. Um, <laughs> and Daily Max and Mignon neither are new players. I'm oh, afraid. Sorry. So we're only two out of three for this week, which is still a very good return. I mean, it's still not bad. Soren, but Soren, you are not invited mm. uh, to the party on this occasion but thank you very much for taking an interest and sending those in the mm. um the photo that soren's included for the air conditioning remote control looks very old yeah i'm, I'm just reading the um, background of the name soren it's derived uh, from the fourth century christian saint severin of cologne um mm. and uh, derived from the latin severus severe strict or serious um maybe um, maybe if you renamed yourself a serious sloth I mean, that would be an electable Serious name. Sloth. That's all I'm saying. People weren't wouldn't be expecting to do anything quickly, would they? No, I imagine as a as a D and D dungeon master, you'd uh, it would be a long it would be a long tale, be a long game, wouldn't it? Long game's it a good game. Be. Uh, before we go, a final hmm. mention from me for Thames Water. Yes, rest in peace. Um, follow up on last week's episodes. The good news broken about that is that. Um, they can't even be fined now right. by Offwatt, the yeah. regulator, because they're in so much debt, it would just cause them to go out of business and so no one would get their water. So basically, yeah. they've got themselves in a position where they are so shit, it's not possible to make them do anything better. There was a lovely TikTok that somebody did where a bloke was going, um, right, okay, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you run? Oh, we run uh, Thames Water. He's going, all right, yeah, cool. So who are your major kind of like, uh, uh, who the other companies are going up against? You're going, uh, well, none really. It's a, it's a monopoly. No. And uh, and do people like buying water? It's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, they have to buy water. So everyone has to buy water. Um, does everyone need water? Yeah, everyone needs water. Everyone who's alive needs water. And and he he goes, uh, how's it all going? I mean, it must be like if everybody needs water and everyone has to buy water and there's no other um, uh, companies doing it in that area, you, you should be really successful. No, we're actually doing a big big bad job of it. We're doing a really yeah. bad job. Of it. <laughs> You've turned a, a a a customer base in London, the Greater London area, of like almost twenty million. All as you've said, who need water? Hundred percent, hundred percent. The people need the water. Yeah, and you've managed yeah. to fuck it up. And they've got no choice. They've got no choice. They have 14, to pay. Fourteen billion pounds worth of debt, and yeah. every river polluted. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's it's a mixed record. It's a mixed record. It is. It's the Luca Pete Show of companies. Uh, this has <laughs> been uh, the Luca Pete Show. That's why I, that's why I, only, I only drink squash. Content content pipes bursting left, right, and centre. Uh, yeah. If you'd like to get to the show, it's really simple. Hello at LukePeteShow.com. We'll be piling through more of your emails uh, on the next show, which will be on Monday. Say goodbye, Lukey Moore. Goodbye. Bye-bye. We'll be back on Monday. Look after yourselves. Go and see a, go and see a um, 90s band. Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.